What's up, Permission Nation? My name is Charles Specht, and I teach insurance agents how to quote less, win more often, and build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. Whether you're a brand new producer just starting out or you've been grinding it out year after year, you're in the right place to learn how to grow your book. I teach insurance producers my step-by-step 12X framework that helps you get the incumbent agent fired and you hired. After all, why waste time quoting when you can win with one signature? If you're looking for a proven system to help you 12X your book of business, then visit my website at www.12x.club to see how it's done. Otherwise, kick back, turn up the volume, and remember, quoting is for the week. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. Well, hello there, Permission Nation. My name is Charles Specht. I'm the host of the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. It's great to have you with us today. And on this episode, I'm going to be talking about something that, unfortunately, insurance producers do not take seriously. It really is the main issue. It's the pink elephant in the room. And if you can address this particular issue, you're going to be much more successful at selling insurance. Here it is. How to get the incumbent agent fired and you hired. That really is the issue. You don't necessarily have a prospecting problem. You have a firing problem. You have a hiring problem. That's the real issue here. You need to be able to figure out how to get somebody terminated so that you can get hired. That really is the issue. Somebody else is right now sitting in your chair. So I want you to think about from it from the perspective of a brand new insurance buyer. They're just going into business. They don't have an insurance agent yet. So then it becomes just a matter of selecting an insurance agent. But once they have an insurance agent, then there will always be an insurance agent. Most of the policies, employee benefits is a little bit different. You know, they don't necessarily have to have that to be in business. Property and casualty, there are certain policies that more than likely they absolutely do. They have employees, got to have workers' compensation. You got automobiles, you got to have auto insurance. Contractually, you might have to have general liability, different things like that. So once an insurance agent is sitting in the chair, they are king, or if it is, you know, put it a different way, she is queen. And you have to get that person dethroned if you want to actually get hired. I refer to this process, listen up, I refer to this process as competitive dethronement. Competitive dethronement. You either are good at getting somebody dethroned from being the incumbent producer, or you spend a lot of time quoting and not winning, period. If you quote often and don't win, it's not that you have a quoting problem. It's not that you have a prospecting problem. It's that you have a firing problem and you have a problem with getting hired. That really is the issue. And so that industry statistic is about 92% in commercial insurance. In commercial insurance, the incumbent agent is going to retain their client 92% of the time. That means that you, as an insurance agent who is coming in, You're already between a rock and a hard spot. You're already behind the eight ball. You already don't have a lot of things going in your favor. 92%, that's not really good from your perspective. You got an 8% shot at winning the business, an 8% shot at getting the incumbent agent dethroned. 
you better do a really good job at getting all of your ducks in a row in order to get to that point. So how do you do that? How do you do that, Charles? How do you get the incumbent agent fired so you can get hired? Well, there's a few different things that I want to talk about. And I don't know if you have a pen and paper there. You can write these down. Otherwise, you need to start taking some mental notes. But here's the first thing. You need to realize that insurance, insurance sales, insurance sales is war. Period. It's war. And you either win or you lose. There's no second place. You're either sitting in the, in the throne as the incumbent producer or you've been handed your hat. Period. It's not time to play games. This is actual war. You're trying to win. You're trying, therefore, to get the, the competition to lose. You need to be strategic. You need to have a system. You need to have a process. Otherwise, you will get ruled. And so... The incumbent agent's got a 92% shot at retaining their business. I, you, you know that. I mean, you have a lot of clients, and you renew your clients. You might not keep every single client, but that's because it's a 92%, not 100%. But you're going to keep the vast majority of your clients. You might place it with the, a different carrier at renewal, or you might keep it with the exact same carrier every single year going forward, but you retain your clients. That's why the insurance industry is a beautiful industry. It wouldn't be really a great industry if you lost your clients every single year and had to start over from scratch. So the incumbent agent has all of the has all of the the ground, has all of the strategy, has all of the power, has all of the listen up, has all of the permission. That's the issue. You got to somehow get the permission from the insured to do what you want to do so that you are in a stronger position to get the incumbent agent fired. And so again, that first thing, you have to realize that this process isn't just it isn't just prospecting. It's war. And if you don't take it seriously, you will become poor. You will potentially Get out of the insurance business if you can't get people fired. And so I want you to think about that. Sometimes, um, you know, that might be looking at it maybe um, a little, I don't know, judging, judgmental, uh, maybe a little bit negative, uh, harsh potentially. But at, this, at the end of the day, that's really the issue. In order for you to win, somebody has to lose. In order for you to win, an incumbent agent has to get fired, period. And so you need to go into this with a mindset that we're not just trying to establish a relationship. We're not just trying to build rapport. We're not just trying to offer quotes. We're not just trying to gather loss run data, submission data. We're not just talking to underwriters. What we're actually doing is trying to get somebody fired, period. And if you can't get the incumbent agent fired, listen, if you can't get the incumbent agent fired, you will never get another client. If you can't get the incumbent agent fired, you will never get hired, period. And so we don't have a prospecting problem. We have a firing problem. That really is the issue.
And so I do believe that the vast majority of insurance sales tactics that are out there revolve around different things that you can do in order to get, for example, more appointments. You can figure out how to do email marketing better, or here's a better message that you can do for cold calling. And all of those are good because I'm definitely going to be talking about messaging and how to do cold calling and all of that in the future because those are very important because you can't go through a quoting process or win an account if you can't actually prospect. So I'm not saying they're not important. They're just not ultimately important because you could be the best prospector the insurance industry has ever seen. You could be the best cold caller, emailer, social media marketer, whatever it is. You could be the absolute best at that. But if you can't get anybody fired, you're going to starve. That's the real issue. And most sales strategies and tactics out there are geared around prospecting, but the vast majority of sales training out there doesn't deal with the big pink elephant in the room. How do you get that person dethroned? How do you get that person removed? And you better start figuring it out, otherwise you're going to continue to have the same problems that you've had in the past. You're going to get rolled. And if you just think that you can come in maybe a few percentage points less expensive and you're going to win the business, you know that's not the case. You know that's absolutely not the case. You might win an account here and there from being a couple percentage points less expensive, but that's not how you build a book of business. And if that's how you got those clients, it's likely you're going to lose those clients that way when somebody else comes in and they're 1% or 2%, a little bit less than you. So the issue. You have to get the incumbent agent fired in order for you to get hired. That first thing, this is war. I'm telling you, it's mindset. It comes down to that. You, you can't just stroll into the office and think that you're going to wing it. You can't just stroll into the office and say, oh, I might prospect today or I might not prospect all week. You have to realize that every single time you are making a connection point, a communication point with a prospect, what you're trying to do is position yourself a little bit closer to the, the, the point of being hired, therefore somebody else getting fired. That's it. Everything you do is for competitive dethronement. Listen, everything you do is for competitive dethronement. You are either getting the current agent fired or you are securing their position. That's it. You're either doing what you can to get them dethroned or you are helping them, enabling them to secure their position. And if you do not have a valid strategy, a process for competitive dethronement, you are an amateur. I know you don't like that. I know, I know, you don't want to hear that. Oh, Charles, that, those are harsh words. Yeah, well, you know, suck it up, buttercup. This is insurance and this is war. And if you can't get somebody fired, you're not going to get hired. So I don't have time to sugarcoat it. And your kids need to eat and they need to go to college and the electric company wants their money to keep that electric on at your house. So you better start winning. And unless you have a killer mindset that is going to be focused on getting somebody else fired so that you can get hired, you are going to struggle. And if you can begin creating that killer mindset so that you understand what this really is, I do believe that everything else will become easier. I do believe that you will be more focused, that you will understand the process more that you will start creating strategies and systems and a process that is actually going to work yourself through the, situ the situation with the insured so that at the end, you are more likely to ask for the broker of record letter and get awarded the broker of record letter. 
Yesterday, I was speaking to um, an insurance agent. Uh, she sent me a message on LinkedIn, just wanted to, to talk real quick. So talked on the telephone. She mentioned that she's got a you know, very sizable book of business, but really hasn't written any business in the last three years. And you know, initially blamed it on COVID, but I thought, wait a minute, COVID's only been a year. Like, what else have you been doing for the last two years before that? And you know, it's, all, it's amazing what kind of excuses that we tend to have. We tend to have lots of excuses. And you know, she admitted that you know, when she goes through a courting process, she tends to you know, get business a little bit more. She gets a lot of business by referrals and so forth. But she admitted that she is not good at asking for the business. She admitted that she doesn't necessarily have that killer mindset. Now, it's okay because it worked out for her from the standpoint that she had the markets that she needed. And in the industry she was in, was definitely a little bit more, I would say, um, kind of relational. So it worked out for her from that standpoint. But she's also been like struggling over the last three years of really not writing any business because she's gotten away from the basics. She's gotten away from the killer mindset. She's gotten away from being in the, in the frame of mind that she needs to get people fired. Wasting time offering quotes and not winning. Wasting everyone's time, her team, the underwriters, her own time, and so forth. Resources wasted because we don't have the mentality, the mindset that we're trying to get somebody else dethroned. And so I want to just maybe encourage you from that standpoint. You need to create that killer mindset that you got to get somebody dethroned. So that first thing, it's war. It's war. The second thing, the second thing you want to do in order to get the incumbent agent fired and you hired is that you need to definitely create a lot of skepticism in the insurance buyer's mind about how the incumbent agent has flat out dropped the ball. You need to create in the insurance buyer's mind a significant amount of, of examples, reasons why the other in agent, why the incumbent agent has not done a good job, and that their team has not followed through on services, that the incumbent agent doesn't really do a good job for them. You better be really good at drawing out the pains, otherwise you're not going to be able to dethrone them. Because you know this as well as I do, that if you can't find problems in the relationship, there's really no way you're going to win that business. Because if nothing is wrong, then they don't need you. If nothing is wrong with the current agent, they don't need you. And so we really have to, as insurance agents or even just, just plain salespeople, we have to be able to figure out the problems that are there and help the insured to see it. Now, be very careful. I want to put a parenthesis around this. And if you're not watching this on video, I'm holding up my hands like a parenthesis right now because this is important. You also need to remain very ethical in everything that you do. And you do not ever drag your competition under the bus. You do not denigrate them. You do not talk bad about them. You don't say bad things about them. Obviously, you don't want to do that because it really makes you look bad. But it also makes the insured think that you feel they've made a poor choice, that they've made a bad decision. But at the end of the day, it never works out good to talk bad about your insurance competition. 
However, you better become a professional at pulling out the pain so that the insured can see it because, again, if there's no problems there, they're not going to fire Bob, their agent, who's been the agent for the last four, five, six years, and hire you, an unknown entity. We need to become very good at finding problems and drawing them out. And so I have said this um, in the past, I've said it very often over the last number of years, is that the best way that I have seen to do this is that you need to get very good at establishing your superior service, give them an example of what it looks like, the superior service, and then just flat out ask them, when their current agent does the same service, what kind of results have you seen from that? Or when your current agent does that service, what has been your experience? What has been the outcome? Are you looking for an insurance community to join? Have you heard of the LAAIA? The Latin American Association for Insurance Agents is just not for Latins. Their focus on diversity and inclusion over the last few years has made this 54-year-old association one of the fastest growing and the most dynamic associations in the industry. With established chapters in Florida, Houston, Dallas, Atlanta, and Denver, it's no surprise this association has the attention of everyone in this industry. Their upcoming national convention on beautiful Marco Island includes keynote speaker Trisha Griffith, the CEO of Progressive. National leaders from around the country like Marshberry, Vertifor, Lula, and more will be here on center stage as well. And whether you're an independent agent, a captive agent, life or health agency, or even a financial services professional, this association offers you everything you need to network and grow your business. Make sure you check them out and consider joining me, Jason Cass, at the next upcoming convention. It's going to be August 21st, the 24th, at the JW Marriott on stunning Marco Island. This has been Cass Approved. That's really, I think, kind of the best way to do it because it establishes why you're good. You offer your superior service. You show them what it looks like, how you put together a submission. That it's not just a court apps and loss runs, but it's also a full narrative operations. It is a loss summary. It is the profit and loss statements, some financials that are in there. You're showing the actual safety uh, program. The injury and illness prevention program is also attached to it. You know, you're 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 uh, itemizing which insurance carriers you're going to, the specific names of the underwriters, um, why you're going to those underwriters rather than somebody else. If you're going to a wholesaler, why are you going to that wholesaler rather than another? Another one and so forth. You're explaining your superior submission, then you turn it around into an ROI. The reason why I do this is because this superior submission tends to get better looks from the underwriters. Instead of them just not offering a quote because there's too many unknown variables, I package it in such a way so that I am showing you to the insurance industry like a Ferrari rather than a used Buick. And so you begin just establishing whatever the service is. It could be, it could be workers' compensation claims management. It could be um, how you help them find new drivers. It could be you know, how you actually help them find new customers. Whatever it could be, certificate compliance. I mean, it could be a, a thousand different types of insurance services. But you explain what your superior service looks like, what the actual ROI is, what they can experience out of it or expect out of it. And it, you know, you, obviously you're packaging it really well. You're putting yourself in a good light. And then you flip it back as you're now you're going to ask the insured. 
in your experience with your current agent, when your current agent you know, puts together that submission and explains to you which carriers they're going to go to and their strategy for it, what has been your outcome or what has been the experience? Whatever the service is, that's how you really do it. Because you have to get the insured to realize that their agent, the incumbent agent, is a bum without you coming out and saying, I think your agent's a bum. You have to get the insured to realize their agent hasn't actually fulfilled their services, their promises, hasn't done a good job. Um, and if you can get the insured to realize that, you're winning. If you can get the insured to realize that themselves, you're in a much stronger position. But if they can't come to that conclusion, you're probably not going to win the business. If you can't draw out the pains, you're probably not going to win the business. And so that first part that we talked about, this is war. It is a mindset. The second part is you got to become an expert at getting the insurer to realize that their agent has not done a very good job at servicing them. Period. If you can have a great mindset that this is war, but if you're not good at the second part, you're probably not going to win. You're probably not going to be very successful at selling insurance. You have to get really good at finding pain. You have to get really good at putting your thumb right onto the wound so that the insured feels the ache, feels the pain, understands the problem. Because if they can see the problem, if they now feel it, if they realize it, they are much more likely then to look for the solution. And we're going to have a solution here in a little bit. Because it does no good to find a whole lot of problems if you don't have any solution for it, right? I mean, it wouldn't do any good to show the insured a problem that they have in servicing, and then you say, you know what, I don't have an answer for that one either. I mean, that wouldn't do any good. So we're going to have solutions. And you're going to have solutions for every single one of these problems that you uncover. You better have it in your timeline of services, which I talked about in the last podcast episode. You better have it on your timeline of services or... You're an amateur. Time to become a professional. So competitive dethronement. Now, another aspect to this part of finding the significant problems that the insured has with their incumbent agent. Most insurance agents do not do a good job of preparing for the appointment, preparing for the meeting. And I would tell you that there's nothing wrong whatsoever with having a list of questions right there on a piece of paper sitting on your lap that you are writing down information on that actually list out the questions that you want to ask. And I would tell you that you should definitely have that in front of you. And you can ask the right questions at the right time based upon how the conversation is going. But you need to have some significant penetrating questions that really get to the heart of the issue that that you know are probably going to be problematic for most agents out there that are very difficult, right? They might be difficult for you as well. They might be difficult for you as an agency. I understand that. There's no agency out there that has this thing all figured out. There is literally no agency out there and no agent or agency team that has everything figured out and everything works like it ought to. Nobody. In fact, most insurance agents struggle at the basics. Most insurance agents, I'm just telling you, most insurance agents struggle at the basics of service. They do. Service implementation, daily service, whatever it is, many agents struggle with it. And so, yeah, you might be able to find out the problem, but you might not even have the greatest answer for it. That's okay. We're going to work on that. 
But you better have some kind of a solution to that. And I would tell you that each and every one of those questions are likely going to be surrounded around topics that you and your team and your agency potentially also struggle with or have struggled with in the past. And, and from the standpoint that at some point you created a service, at some point you bought some software, at some point you did something to alleviate the pain and the stress of this particular situation in your agency so that you could overcome that, right? All agencies are trying to get better and better each and every day. And the reason why we're trying to get better and better each and every day is because we have a lot of deficiencies in many areas in the sales process and our servicing in our team and so forth, our customer service, whatever it is. So all of those problems that you are dealing with personally, that your team deals, that your agency deals with, are more than likely the same kind of problems that other agents out there are dealing with. And so if you're dealing with it, it probably should be a question on a piece of paper sitting on your lap so that you can ask that question in the right way. Ask that question to your insured when you're sitting down with them face to face. So that first one, mindset, it's war. The second thing, you need to become really good at helping the insured to realize that their current incumbent agent has not done a good job at servicing them. Why? Because this is really the issue. If you can't get the incumbent agent fired, you will not get hired. This is competitive dethronement. Competitive dethronement. Now, those two seem pretty easy, or at least kind of relatively easy to understand why you should need to have those. They're not necessarily easy to implement, although I would say that they're not difficult. They're not necessarily easy, but they're not difficult. But I would say probably the third thing here tends to be what I would consider to be the easier one to actually do, but it's also the harder one for most agents to implement. And it was exactly what the podcast episode prior to this one was about. That episode was about the timeline of services. In other words, it's the solutions to the problems that you just highlighted. Okay? So now that you have uncovered lots of pains that the insured has, you need to be able to explain to the insured how you're going to fix that, right? How you're going to fix that. So um, sometimes I wake up with headaches in the morning. I've always had kind of a bad back and a bad neck, and I've just, you know, I, I wrestled, I played football, I played baseball, and I've just got like injuries and issues over the course of time. I mean, I cracked a vertebrae in my back, I've just had neck problems and so forth, so I've always got like a little bit of aches and pains. And if I sleep wrong, I usually wake up with a headache. And, you know, what I do when I wake up with a headache, can you guess what I do? I get some aspirin. You wanna know why? Because it takes away the pain takes away the pain. That's what the aspirin does. Go figure. And what you need to do is you need to have some really good aspirin so that you can help the insured take away the pain. You need to, you need to dangle the aspirin right in front of the insured. Just hold it up. You see all those pains you've got? I've got the solution right here. I can make it all go away. I can make everything good. I can make life better. I can take away all these problems that you're having, all the, all the costs, all the claims. I can handle all of that with this insurance aspirin that I've got right here. 
And so what you need to do is create your services, your solutions, your aspirin, so that the insured can actually see what it's all about. Now, not only should you have had a list of the problems, the, the questions, the penetrating questions you're going to ask about uncovering the problems, but you need to have your timeline of services dialed in. This is now the aspirin. This is where you show them the solution to all the main problems you just uncovered. Again, this is how you do competitive dethronement because it's one thing to have the right mindset. This is war. It's another thing to have the ability to be able to uncover lots of problems. But if you do not have the best and right solutions for each of those problems, you're not going to get chosen. You're not going to get a signed broker of record letter. If you don't have ways in which to show the insured objectively written and strategically that you have these solutions for each of these problems, they're probably not going to choose you. They're not going to give you the markets that you want because you have not given them a reason, a valid reason why the incumbent agent should be dethroned. And that's what we're trying to do. Competitive dethronement. So each of those solutions should be listed on the timeline of services for each and every question that you ask. Do not ask about particular problems that they might have if you do not have a solution on your timeline of services. That's a waste of time. Waste of time. If, however, you do ask those questions, if you have a list of the particular problems that you're going to uncover and you've done your homework beforehand, your timeline of services will likely, should, it better have the actual solution of the service you provide that is the aspirin to the headache that they have. Otherwise, why else would they choose you? And again, this is really kind of just sort of getting back to like the basics of it. This is why most agents are amateurs. This is why most of your competitors don't win the business very often. Frankly, I do believe that this is why 92% of the time the incumbent agent keeps the business because most competing agents, frankly, do a very poor job at competitive dethronement. They do a poor job at showing the insured why they should be the, the chosen agent. The timeline of service alleviates a lot of that. The timeline of services shows the insured what the services are and what it's going to be like to be serviced by you and your team over the course of the next 12 months, a full policy or plan term. So if you do not have a timeline of services, what a waste of time. What a waste of time. You might have the right mindset, you might uncover lots of pains, but if you have no aspirin, what good are you? I mean, who wants to go around and just you know, be the person who's pointing the finger at somebody saying, you got a headache, look at you, you got a headache, look at, all, look at that headache you've got right there. Oh, that's terrible. I'm, I feel so bad for you. Um, anyway, bye. I mean, that's basically what you're doing if you have no solution. Instead, you're talking about the problem they have, the headache. You've got the headache. Oh, man, I feel bad about that headache. You know, I've, I've had headaches too. And, and you know, the best way that I've seen it is to alleviate with this particular aspirin that I have right here. I just happen to have this aspirin. Would you like, would you like some of this aspirin? Right? You're trying to get them to walk down the path, the journey with you. 
And I think it's also important just to remember that insurance buyers, as I've said many times, have the insurance mentality of about a four-year-old child. They don't understand insurance. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing. The only thing they know about insurance has been previous experience. They've never been serviced by you. They've never more than likely done business with you. Maybe they've only done business with their current agent ever in the past. And so they have no idea what it's like to be serviced by anybody else. They need to have their hand held so that you can walk them down the path that you want them to walk down. Many of them don't even know that a broker of record letter exists. They don't know that making a switch midterm is an option for them. They don't know what they're supposed to do next in the process. They might just be like, yeah, you know, I've got a headache. And oh, yeah, that looks like a great piece of aspirin you got there. Uh, that's a really nice service, but I don't know what to do about it. Um, you need to be able to explain to them what are the next steps. And then that's the fourth point. The next point after that is the next steps. What do we do next? What is the, the goal next? And this ought to be the goal of hashtag ask for the sale. This ought to be the goal right now of ask for the signed broker of record letter. You go into the appointment understanding that this is war. That's the mindset. You find all the problems. You help the insured to see the pains that they have. You offer your aspirin. You offer your timeline of services. Right Now you have to hold the insured's hand, walk them down the process of what they need to do next. I need you to sign this piece of paper, awarding us the business and assigning your policies over to us. That is a very deliberate ask. That would be one form or one process of taking the insured down the path you want them to go. If the broker of record letter isn't an option, maybe they you don't represent the carrier or it's a direct writer or maybe just the insured isn't re quite ready to do that yet, that's fine. The next form of the process is that we need to be able to secure the markets that we want. We need to be able to represent these seven carriers in order for us to go to the next step. We need to be able to give the insured a step-by-step -step process of what is going to happen next. Otherwise, they're going to wing it. And you're not going to be in a strong position if they're winging it because that's what insureds do. Insurance buyers wing it because they don't know what else to do. And if you don't lead the insured down the path in which you want them to go, trust me, if uh, the incumbent agent has his or her way about it, they will make sure that their client walks down the path that they want them to go. You need to have a valid process in order to get the incumbent agent fired and you hired. And so as I bring this to a summary, I don't think that I can actually emphasize this enough. It really is war. It is war. You have to win. If you don't win, you lose. And there is somebody else right now sitting in your chair, on your throne, the other incumbent agent. And unless you can get the insured to willfully fire, terminate that relationship, you will never get another client, period. If you can't get people fired, you can never get a new client. It really is that simple. And so I plead with you, I beg you, I ask you to become more of a professional and stop winging it. You have to get somebody fired in order to get hired.
My name is Charles Specht. I am the president and CEO of Permission Network, where I help insurance agents build a $1 million or more book of business. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.